0: Recently, I found myself Googling how to be funnier. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I Google that all the time. I'm starting stand-up comedy classes literally tomorrow night of this recording. No, I don't wanna be a comedian, but I definitely know that being funnier will help not only my content, but also my relationships and help me enjoy life just a little bit more. However, I, I don't think I was born funny. It's something that I have to work at. And I don't know if you have a goal that maybe you don't feel like you were born natural at and that you have to work super, super hard on. And maybe getting better at that thing maybe causes you stress sometimes and pressure because you think, man, some people are just naturally good at this. How do I develop that craft? And especially when you work really, really hard and maybe you don't see the results that you want to see, maybe that can cause some stress, anxiety. I don't know if I've experienced that. But after learning about the process of Jerry Seinfeld, I learned a simple technique that will not only inch you and I closer to our goals, but also make our brains happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. I am your host, Heather Parody. Today, we're going to be talking about Seinfeld's productivity chain and how that will make your brain happy. If this is your first time listening, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. If you are into random, funny, interesting, outside of the box ways of keeping that brain of yours happy. If you've been listening for a while, if you've enjoyed this, I invite you to also leave us an honest review on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. Here's a confession. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to play it with you. I never really liked Seinfeld until. I got older, and I don't know what that means. I don't think I understood Seinfeld as a younger person, but recently, or last year when the pandemic hit, my husband and I started watching comedians in cars getting coffee with coffee. I know there's cars, I know there's comedians, and I know there's coffee. I'm late to the ballgame on this, but that shows stinking amazing, which made me start paying attention to Seinfeld a little bit more. I knew who he was, of course. I never really got into this show nor understood his comedy growing up. But through this show, Comedians in Cars with Coffee, getting coffee, whatever, doing with coffee, I started becoming really interested in the success behind Jerry Seinfeld. Because if you look it up, he is literally, I am so obsessed with saying literally, like Rob Lowe. I can't help it. I know it's annoying. I know I shouldn't do it. It just happens. And I just can't help it. Back to Jerry Seinfeld, he is one of if not the most successful comedian ever. His net worth is crazy. People know who he is. They don't even watch his show and they know who he is. He's still killing the game like in his 50s, traveling and writing. And dude is just amazing. If you look at his career, right? It's I've been kind of like digging, learning about him here and there. I mean, I haven't like gone into an extensive Jerry Seinfeld study, but that sounds like a good workshop. But one of the things that I think is... Fascinating about his creative process, his creative work is that it's so unfascinating. I think sometimes when I want to accomplish something that seems super outside of the box, I think that it has to be really glamorous and interesting and fun and hype. And the more I study people who have done really amazing things with their lives, I realize how kind of mundane and unsexy it actually is. Specifically, this practice. I have heard this before, but I really love the way that it was shared through jamesclear.com. It is linked in the show notes when they're retelling the story of the Seinfeld strategy. What is the Seinfeld strategy? Well, let me tell you. This article retells a story about this young man named Brad Isaac, who was a young comedian, who apparently uh, met Jerry Seinfeld in a club while Jerry was performing. Side note, I'm really fascinated with the whole comedian lifestyle thing i just cannot imagine standing on a stage at like 1 a.m telling jokes i would literally fall over homegirl is on her third dream by 1 a.m you know what i'm saying like how are you supposed to be personally developed having a morning routine and be a comedian i don't see how you do it apparently jerry did he seems personally developed to me anyway brad isaac met jerry in a club while he was performing and apparently he went up to Jerry Seinfeld and was like, hey, yo, you got any tips? Probably didn't say it that way, but that's how I'd say it. Y'all know how we do. We meet somebody that we admire. Tell me the secrets, the hacks. How do I become successful? How do I do what you do? Now, this is a direct quote from this article, JamesClear.com. But it says that Isaac described the interaction with Seinfeld like this. Quote, he said the way to be a better comic was to create better jokes. Thank you, Janet, for that. And the way to create better jokes was to write every day. He told me to get a big wall calendar that has a whole year on one page and hang it on a prominent wall. The next step was to get a big red magic marker. And he said, for each day that I do my task of writing, I put a big red X over that day. After a few days, you'll have a chain. Just keep at it, and that chain will grow longer every day, and you'll like seeing that chain, especially when you get a few weeks under your belt. Your only job is to not break the chain, End quote. The article continues to say that you'll notice that Seinfeld doesn't say a single thing about results. Now, <laughs> y'all, the tape A in me, That stresses me out because you know I want to see the results, but there's this other part of me, the part that wants to have a happy brain that feels so relieved to know that somebody so great, so masterful at his craft has a practice in place that isn't focused on results. What it's focused on is the craft, the practice, the discipline of stinking showing up every single day day. It helps too that, you know, there's a cool marker involved in a calendar. Because you know homegirl loves me a calendar. Don't take me to Office Depot, y'all, unless you want to have a good time. Pardon it up. Give me some dollars. Give me Home Depot. We gonna get crazy tonight. But I don't know. I wanted to share this with you because I think it's interesting. Is there something that you're working on right now that you want to get better at? Maybe it's causing you stress and anxiety because maybe you feel behind or... Don't feel as naturally gifted as other people, but you have a deep, strong desire to become good. Maybe all you need is a stinking calendar, this marker and this commitment to not break the chain and just show up. Now, of course, Seinfeld had other practices that were super cool, one of which is transcendental meditation. Side note, we're totally covering that because it's fascinating and I don't really understand it but I want to understand it. So we're going to try to understand it together. But this productivity chain's pretty sick, pretty amazing. So I want to hear from you. I want you to find us over at FM over on Instagram. Tell me what you're wanting to work on, what you're wanting to get better at and where your chain's located. Is it on a calendar? Is it in your journal? Maybe you can get a productivity chain tattoo. You to talk about accountability there, but whatever way it may be, let's both me and you, I'll do it with you, commit to the discipline and the ritual of respecting the craft, showing up every single day with our pen and paper, whatever that may be for you, and trusting that the results will be there, whatever way they may be. We can let go of the stress. We can let go of the anxiety and allow our brains, you know, to be happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.